It's time to get moving, Toledo. Sponsored by 3D Wellness, here's your host, Jim Poole. Hi. Hi, everybody. It's Jim Poole, the host of Get Moving Toledo, brought to you by 3D Wellness and Health Markets, the show about all things health and wellness. Our goal is to get you motivated and moving for a healthy 2020 and beyond. In the first couple of weeks, we talked about setting goals and spoke with a local fitness business owner from Nine Round in Perrysburg, my buddy Tony Perna. Goals are great to give that you know, that eye and the prize mentality. And I'd love to say that when you pay your hard-earned money to join a gym, that you're more apt to use it. But that can become hit or miss if you don't make it a priority. One thing you can control above all else is the fuel that you put in your body. That's what we're going to talk about today, eating, nutrition, and diet. Um, it's a topic that we could spend literally a month straight on. Nutrition is a lot like politics. Some very strong opinions on both sides of the aisle. And the truth lies, quite honestly, somewhere in the middle. What works for some may not work for others. Uh, but there's very strong opinions of what does work. Uh, and we're going to kind of look into that and delve into some of the, the myths and, and different things and opinions that are out there today. So I think you'll find it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, you know, I've been a workout guy. I was in the gym lifting weights a lot since college. Um, I did all that stuff, but I didn't really get it, the fitness bug full bore until like my early 30s. I'm, I'm going to be 50 here in a couple months. But um, I started running in my early 30s, and I got, I've gotten more act as, active as I've gotten older, which I guess is a good thing, um, you know, trying to stay a, ahead of the, the age curve, I guess, by keeping myself in shape. Um, you know, I became a runner, and I've put lots and lots of miles on my body um, in the last 17 years. And it's helped me to keep lean and in shape, no doubt. But I also know that, you know, as you get older, your metabolism is going to slow down. And, you know, that's something that everybody has to tackle in their own way, whether they want to attack it head on or they wake up one morning and say, I've neglected this for X amount of years. Um, I've got to do something. So it's something we're going to talk about today uh, with our guest. But there's a lot of things that the diet, nutrition, uh, eating realm, you know, encompasses when it comes to taking care of yourself. Um, fad diets are typically all the craze and they come along every couple of years. Um, I know in the last 20 years, two of the bigger names that I think a lot of people will recognize are three of the bigger names are Atkins and South Beach. Um, you know, Atkins essentially is a low-carb diet, and we'll, we'll touch on all this stuff, so I'm just kind of giving you some brief overview. Um, South Beach is a diet that categorizes carbs as good or bad and focuses on short-term change in blood glucose. Uh, again, I'm not trying to be a doctor or a scientist. I'm just giving you the relative rundown of what these diets are. There's also the paleo diet uh, that you'll see a lot of books. Uh, you go into the bookstores, there's paleo is everywhere. Um, it was really the rage probably six, seven years ago, maybe a little longer now, but um, it's still pretty prominent in terms of the fad diet craze. And it's really about eating foods that, that man ate when they first roamed the earth. Um, obviously brief descriptions, but it kind of gives you the idea that there's a lot of things out there. You can go on the web and find literally hundreds of diets that are quote unquote guaranteed to help you lose weight. Um, there's tons of supplements out there that do this or fight that, but a couple of things prohibit people when they're trying to stick to these options. Um, you know, first of which is discipline. Like you have to want to eat this way, whether it's a, a fad diet or you say, I'm going to commit to eating healthy and I'm not going to follow a particular diet, but I'm, I'm going to 
improve what I put into my body on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So like you have to commit to that. It's just like anything else. Uh, you know, we talked about writing goals down a couple of weeks ago, and, and that's something that a lot of people do for their their eating and their nutrition is they write this stuff down and they they make it part of their list of goals. Um, it's something that you have to commit to. You know, time time is a is the the mother of all evils for just about anything you do. You know, sometimes it's time consuming to to follow these particular diets, and people look at it as just another invasion of their already packed schedules. They've got a million things going on. And, you know, like it, it's just easy to not eat healthy when you're in a rush. You grab whatever's easily or readily available, whether it's in your house, at the store. Um, you know, it leads me to my next point of, you know, kind of things that are barriers to eating healthy. And that's outside influences, meaning, you know, to me, this is the biggest one. If you ever drive down, you know, Monroe Street or Reynolds Road, it's kind of like the murderer's row of easy, somewhat ch- cheap, quick options. Burger King, Wendy's. Taco Bell all lined up, ready to take your money and go right to your hip, so to speak. Um, you know, that's in the middle of your daily grind when you when you didn't prepare your meal and didn't bring something from home or have a, a plan in place, it's easy to drive by and see those bright signs that say, you know, burgers or two for one or tacos or this or that and pull in and get something and, and be on your way down the road and continue your day. Um, you ever watch your favorite show and pay attention to the com- commercials? It's fast foods, snacks, candy, pop, alcohol commercials everywhere. Check out the billboards in Toledo alone. Big Macs dominate <laughs> the landscape. After you pass about the 12th one, you almost feel guilty not pulling in the drive through and getting a Big Mac combo. Um, I would, I'd be lying if I told you I'm not a big fan of Big Macs, but I also know that I can't pull in every time I drive McDonald's or I'd weigh 600 pounds right now. Um, but, you know, it's... Most people don't want complicated. They want the easy way out. That's not to call everyone lazy, but at the end of the day, you're going to prioritize things based on the time that you feel that you have available. Um, there's a lot of options for people, as I said a, a couple minutes ago. And, and as we talked a couple weeks ago, you know, this first month of Get Moving Toledo is just kind of laying some groundwork to tell you that you know we started the year 2020. We set some goals. I came out and I talked about I want to run a 100-mile race this year. I've run a lot of long-distance races. I've, I've done a lot of things with my personal goals in terms of fitness and running and things like that. I have a running background, um, and I want to do a 100-mile race. I know, I know to a lot of people that sounds crazy, and that might automatically shut out half the audience. Like, I don't, I'm not going to run five miles, much less want to run 100 miles at one time. Um, but it's not about my 100-mile journey or my goals. It's about you setting goals and, you know, you set your goals, whether you joined a gym or not this year, or you already are a gym member at some one of the many different places around town, it comes down to how we fuel our bodies of where you're going to make the most gains, regardless of whether you work out or not, you can still lose weight, be in shape, be happy, be healthy, as long as you pay attention to what you put in your body. So um, we're going to head to commercial here shortly. And when we come back, we're going to talk to my guest, Dina Nachtrab. She's a local wellness coach, if you will. She coaches people that want to eat healthier, smarter, and easier. She's going to give us some basic principles that you can follow, but also you'll see the value of having someone that takes that thinking component about how am I going to fuel my body properly. She takes that out of the equation for you. She handles that part, and all you got to do is listen to her, <laughs> and hopefully you know, you'll see the results that you want. I mean, that's really what this is all about is, is we want to put people – on the radio for you that are going to give you these tips and this information. There's a lot of valuable knowledge that a lot of people in this town don't know exists. 
Um, and that's what I hope to give you guys here at, you know, on a weekly basis. So we're going to talk to Dina when we come back to commercial. Um, we'll be right back. You're listening to Get Moving Toledo, brought to you by 3D Wellness and Health Markets on News Radio 1370 WSPD and 92.9 FM. In the previous segment, we talked a little bit about fad diets and the next step on the ladder, so to speak, to a healthier, more active 2020. As I said earlier, nutrition is something that we could have a different topic every week for at least a month. And we're going to visit a lot of these different aspects of nutrition and fueling our bodies in the weeks and months to come. But today I want to introduce you to my guest, Dina Nachtrab with Health and Wellness 419 with Dina. How are you doing, Dina? Good. How are you? Good. So you obviously you're in the studio. You listen to what I we opened the show with. And we talked a little bit about fad diets. And I know when we talked off the air before we came on, um, you're like, good, I can't wait to talk about that. That's, you, you were you know, yep. kind of rubbing your hands, ready to d- debunk all the myths. <laughs> um, you know, So Atkins was a huge diet back in the, I think, 80s uh, in South Beach and Paleo most recently. And um, tell me, I'm sure there's good aspects to, to a lot of those, but tell us, tell the listeners, like, what is the real reasoning behind why people sure. do fad diets? Is it a get-rich-quick sort of scheme? Typically, um, someone's selling you something, I would say. And um, I like to tell people, like for Adkins, like you said, is basically um, the keto now, you know, recreated into this keto diet, um, more or less. So um, I like to keep it simple. Don't recreate the wheel. Um, Calories in, calories out, and focusing on um, what macronutrients consists of those calories. So your fats, carbs, and proteins. That's basically all you need to know and need to figure out where you need to be calorie wise. And is that a is that a formula in terms of your your weight, your height? It is. Yep. Um, there's lots of formulas out there, um, mathematical equations that will spit numbers out to you. But what I like to do with my clients is push them to their limits when they begin. Um, I like to have them eat as much as they possibly can or eat as they had been for two weeks and track that and then go slowly and back off from there. If you start at that 1,200 calories, you're going to fail. It gets too hard. You're too hungry. um, And it's not necessary for every person to go down to that mythical 1,200 calorie allotment. Most women are technically under eating that I work with. Okay. And and I've also heard that if you don't put enough calories in your body, that just produces fat. Is that is there? Well, well, that that too is a myth. Um, you know, they're saying like your your body is starving. That is a myth. Um, what happens is your body will slow down at rest if you're not fueled properly. It's going to conserve and know what type of energy you're expending and save. You know, if you're not feeding it enough, it is going to hang on to those calories. For when it needs it. And where do you fit, um, you know, you talked about macronutrients and, and that stuff. Where do you fit just regular supplements into your plans with your clients? Well, I like to say food first. So, um, you know, get in the macronutrients through food, whole foods. Um, you can fit some processed foods in there. Like you said, the Big Mac, you know, obviously not going to want to do that all the time. <laughs> but you can work it in um, here and there if you need to. Um, so definitely you want to um, get the right balance, and that is to support the muscle that you already have or the muscle that you are wanting to develop over time. Okay. Um, so tell us, somebody comes to you, mm-hmm. um, you go through the formula, you find out their height, their weight, and all that stuff, um, put them on a plan. H- how do you, we talked about this a little bit right. uh, off air about, meal prep and things like that. Like how, if I 
have never done any of this. And mm-hmm. I said, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I want you to tell me how to prep my meals. Like to some people, that's going to sound like that's a lot of work. Like I don't know what I'm going to eat tomorrow, much less Thursday. How am I going to prepare all my food on a Sunday to get my meals for the rest of the week. So how do you work people through that? Sure. Uh, well, unfortunately, it does take a little bit of work on um, their part. And like I said, um, I believe in teaching women um, what is in their foods, l- reading the nutrition labels and learning so that they're, they're not just eating certain things to eat it. They know exactly what that food is going to do for them and in what balance they need it on a daily and weekly basis. Um, so the meal prep isn't something you have to do. There's lots of convenient items out there in the grocery stores nowadays, the bag salad kits. Um, I do personally do meal prep, um, grill some chicken each week. I mean, people, women are busy. They're working. They have families. Yeah. You could buy a rotisserie chicken. You know, I give lots of ideas in my group on how to do that and not make it a very big deal. And I noticed that uh, on your Facebook page, which is Health and Wellness 419 with Dina, uh, there's a lot of interesting recipes and like quick recipes for yes. people. I noticed uh, one of them was something that you just you just have to add an ingredient to and it's ready to go and you had them in containers. The little Tell us omelet a, in a jar. Yes, yep. the omelet in a jar. Tell us a little bit about <laughs> so, that. I lost the train of thought right, of what it was. Right. But, so even those, um, you can find those in the grocery store already made. I think it's called crack an egg or something like that. And um, me, I'm, I like to meal prep and some of those things contain a little bit more salt because they are processed and packaged. So I make my own homemade ones out of with little mason jars, just, you know, some Canadian bacon, broccoli, peppers, and it's ready. So in the morning, you can just crack an egg on that and you're good to go. I I think cooking once, you know, if you have the onion out, why not chop the whole thing and be ready instead of just doing a little bit each day? Preparing ahead of time is definitely key. Okay, And then with that, if I'm looking for healthier foods. And I'm in the grocery store, and you, obviously you can buy all the processed food right. you want. Um, tell people the difference between buying frozen vegetables and buying canned vegetables. I know there's, I know the sodium is totally yeah, different. Sodium, yeah. But is that the biggest difference? Why you'd want to get frozen vegetables as opposed to canned vegetables? Yeah, yeah. I'd say mainly the salt content. Um, doesn't make it bad. It doesn't make it a bad choice necessarily, but you could you could have a better choice of using the frozen. Okay, awesome. This is great stuff. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Dina. You're listening to Get Moving Toledo on 1370 WSBD and 92.9 FM. Dina Nachtrob here from Health and Wellness 419 with Dina. And Dina, we were, when we went to commercial, we were talking about uh, just – the lifestyle commitment that that people are making to getting healthier and your clients. Um, one of the things that I didn't ask you, and I and I, I think I know this, but I, I want you, the listeners to know, um, I know you work with primarily women. Correct. Are you excluding men, or can we get some help too if we need help? Well, I could send you in the right direction. <laughs> okay, that's what we need. All right, I'm just yes. asking. I'm just asking. Um, so we talked about these diets, and, you know, one of the things we were talking about off air was the, the diet has an endpoint. So talk to me a little bit about how you differ from that in terms of, um, I think you said something to the effect of making small incremental changes that you can maintain right. or sustain over a long period of time. Talk to us a little right. bit about that. Yeah, I like to look at it as more of, and I'm sure you've heard this all over the place, more of a lifestyle change. Um, a diet I consider something that you're going to eventually stop doing, and then you can fall back into your bad habits of you know whatever you were doing before. So 
uh, things like keto or some of the other, you know, trendy diets out there, most of those people start with the idea that they're going to stop it at one point, which is always worrisome to me. So again, I like to educate my women on what a typical day should look like for them and how they can maintain that and still enjoy life. Okay. So we also, again, with the diets ending, I know that there's statistically, there's some significant drop-off rates for people that start these quote-unquote fad diets. Right. Um, I know the vegan community is going to come after me when I say this, but there's statistics out there that say there's an 80% drop-off rate. Um, because people either get tired of following the, the format of the diet or it's just one of those things that becomes too time-consuming. Um, and I think the advantage for you and what you do and, and your clients is that it is small, sustainable things. And, and that's kind of what we talked about when, when the show first started about goals. Um, you know, I had talked about it's easy to say I want to run a, across Europe, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it'd be easier to say I want to run from Toledo to Perrysburg <laughs> right. and gain on that. You know what I mean? So small, measurable goals that you can see progress. Because I think, um, you know, I know some of your clients and I know that they make have made great progress and they started off small right. and they've done these little things. And the, the meal prep comes into it. I'll be honest. I'm not a meal prep guy. We We, we try every week and we do a little bit. Um, we still eat healthy and we still try to, you know, follow some principles. But, um, you know, if I have to grab a cheesesteak one night, I'm going to grab a cheesesteak. Sure, sure, you know? sure. Um, so, but, you know, that's that's like everything. I know we, we talked a little bit um, this morning when you came in um, before we went on the air that you, it doesn't mean you have to give up all the, the bad food that you like, whether it be fast food or a candy bar or a donut or a cookie. Um, talk about that. How do you talk your clients through that and say, don't eat the whole bag of Oreos, but if you want to have a couple here and there, that's okay. <laughs> right. Um, well, I I like to um, call it a diet fatigue when you say people will fall off of their diet. Um, everyone's going to get that, especially the stricter you get with your diet. You're going to get to that point where you're going to acquire this diet fatigue and you just can't do it anymore. Um, that's where I will take a client and bring them back to their maintenance. So, you know, a, a lot of women walk around – 20 years of their life trying to lose 10 pounds, they're probably eating way, way more than they thought they were, where they could be eating like that and not feel bad about it and maintain their weight. Like that's success right there. So as soon as I see a client getting in that mode where they're tired of tracking their food or whatever, I take them back to a maintenance level. And then when they want to go hard at it again, we we start grinding away. Um, But as far as bad foods and good foods. I try to um, teach women too that those are just labels. You know, there's no good foods, bad foods. It's just stuff that we've had in the back of our minds. You think a a Reese's peanut butter cup is bad, but it's not unless you're eating 50 of them, right? (laughs) So there are definitely trigger foods that my clients had that we might say, yes, we're not going to have those foods at all. Other than that, if you can manage um, a balanced diet. There's nothing wrong with adding those little treats in daily if you if you can. Okay. Um, tell me, how, how do people find you? Well, I have a um, Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group. I don't have it as a page because a lot of times that information gets lost and people don't see it. So it's Health and Wellness 419. If you search that, it should come up. Um, also on Instagram, Health and Wellness 419. And that's Diet tips, meal plans, a little bit of everything, right? Yeah, really kind of lifestyle um, Lifestyle matters. I, I think that 
I see all these young women. I have I have young adult children, young adult. That was kind of a but I have adult <laughs> children. You know, they're busy, they're working full time, all that kind of stuff. So I also do a meal prep workshop once a month, which um, we make four healthy family meals in less than an hour on a Sunday. That helps a ton. Um, I go live on Facebook. We do it together. If you're doing it, you're in the comfort of your own home. Um, A lot of these women who don't like to cook or are working, this is really super helpful for them to do a little workshop like that. That's great. That's great. So briefly tell us, uh, all the clients you've worked with, what's the, what's the, biggest win gain that you've had that you would say oh you don't have my to give goodness names, but you know anything that I, stands out i can tell you right off the bat it's um when a woman decides that she is comfortable where she's at she's not willing to make more sacrifices than what she has already and she's in a in a happy spot that's awesome that's awesome well dina thank you for being here today uh i want to thank everybody that's listened today uh to get moving toledo we hope you got some great information. I mean, Dina's a wealth of knowledge, as you heard. Um, check out her Facebook page. Check out her Instagram. Start following her. Maybe take the cooking class when it's online or when she goes live. Uh, some really neat stuff, stuff to think about. And we'll, we'll further this conversation as we go in the, the weeks and months to follow. But you've been listening to Get Moving Toledo. I'd like to thank my sponsors today, 3D Wellness and Health Markets. Don't forget to check us out on GetMovingToledo.com. I'll talk to you guys next Saturday. But until then, get up, get motivated, and get moving, Toledo.